I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. For fuck. Hello, you are listening to the Lost Boys pod with me, Jacob Stowworthy. And me, Jack Shepard. Uh, we have we are just watched episode nine, which by my reckoning is uh, part one of the second phase of Lost season one. Uh, it's a big one. We're into the mythology of the show. I'm feeling hyped. I'm feeling enthused. Are you? Yeah. I actually really, really like that episode. Good. We haven't spoken about it at all, have we? No, we actually haven't. We no. watched it and we're straight in. Um, now we're cooking, man. Yeah, so the episode's called really Solitary. Honest. It's the one where we meet Danielle Rousseau, the Frenchwoman who was uh, behind the transmission that's been running for 16 years. Uh, she gets, uh, she captures Saeed, isn't she? She's slightly mad. Yeah. She's, she's killed a lot of people. She's killed a few people. She's got some, she's got some stories. Yeah, and now she's gone again. Now she's gone again. She wanted Saeed to stay, but no, she let him go. Yeah. What do you think of, I mean, let's just dive straight into it because it is a real, obviously, defining feature of this episode. Um, her story is that she, um, she was part of a science uh, team who crashed on the island 16 years previous. Has it really been that long? Uh, we know she was with her husband and a few others, husband Robert, and we also know uh, uh, later on down the line that her husband ended up trying to kill her because he, she says, when Saeed tries to shoot her, he says, Robert didn't realise the firing pin had been removed from the gun as well. Um, and they had a kid. And they had a kid, they had a child uh, called Alex, um, who she's asking, where, where is Alex, where is Alex? So we can presume that Alex, assume that Alex is still alive, uh, as far as she knows anyway. Um, something occurred on the island two months after she was there, um, and she, she goes on about sickness that killed them all, which corroborates what she said on her transmission. It killed them all. So, um, but she doesn't seem to th know there's a monster. This is a thing, because he says, she says there's no such thing as monsters. But yeah, it, there's, there's lots of things to unpack here. What, what initially are your thoughts on this? My initial thoughts were that she's insane and that perhaps there wasn't a sickness and she's the one who's like sick. Yeah. And trying to be control, like a control freak and couldn't deal with, you know, she barely let Saeed get away and perhaps didn't therefore let her family get away and ended up killing them for no good reason, perhaps. So my, yeah, my immediate thought was that, you know, 16 years on an island on your own, you probably go a bit loopy. Mm. Um, and especially if she's hearing voices and stuff. But then we hear a voice at the end of the episode. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, we'll go to that. But yeah, so my immediate thoughts were insanity and this is weird. Really weird. Yeah. Do you think she's um do you think she's bad? Do you think she's good or do you just think she's just lonely? I think lonely. I didn't really have any good or bad feelings about her. I was worried about Saeed for a bit, but not really, because he's such a main player. Yeah. <laughs> um and that's not how things go in TV shows. So I guess it would have been interesting to see a bit more of her, and I hope we do. Mm. I mean, I presume we do in the future. Slightly surprised she didn't go off with Saeed. She didn't go with, she didn't, she didn't accept his she invitation. She just left him. Yeah. Um, which kind of goes along that insanity line too. Um, so yeah, but there is, there was a lot going on. It kind of, like even just having her in the show is just, you know, opens 
it up to so many more possibilities. Completely. Um, this this is where the you know the the world building begins as it is, and um, like the mythology of the show. It's got, this is the first episode of where you know you can kind of track it back and be like, okay, there are some things planted here which do shape this show. Mm. Um, you know, the talk, the t- she speaks about others out there in the jungle. Yeah. Uh, she, she says that she's never seen them, but she hears them whispering, which of course we'll come to in a minute. Or even like locations like Black Rock and stuff. Precisely, yeah. So this is the first mention of the Black Rock. Um, what do you reckon that is? I mean, you must, you must have no idea. I have no idea. You must have no idea. Go on, have a guess. What's the Black Rock? It's a big black rock. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, my immediate thought was it's probably something like just off the ocean and it's a big black rock. Fair. Like a, yeah, something like that. Or it's some weird place where they all go to like, well, the weirdos go and worship or something and there's going to be some weird cults who have lived on the island for years and they all go there and they pay their little, little tribute, their little bore tribute. To the little boar tribute, the boar and just offer it up to the <laughs> yeah. to the gods. Thank, I don't know. Thank God no you, idea. thank God you weren't writing this show. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. No, it could be anything. It's it's a big ask to ask you what you think the black rock is. It could literally be anything. Well, at the moment, it's probably it's just a black rock. It's a big old black rock. Uh, let's just assume that for now. Uh, Side finds a cable in the sand, doesn't he? Yeah. Leading into the ocean, that's what leads him into the uh, jungle, directly into Russo's traps. Um, he also, she's got lots of, lots of plans written out and he just, he just nabs them. He does, he just runs away with them, which seems to be a dick move. Um, and nabs met, and all sorts, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit weird. And I, I do wonder about that cable. I mean, she was obviously a team of scientists, so they must have been quite clever and done some stuff on the island and found out some things. I don't know about that cable, man. Did we find out? We didn't know, do we? We don't know. We don't know it's a cable, no. Well, we don't know what it goes to. In the we don't ocean. know what it goes to. It just leads into the ocean and into the jungle. So yeah. what? Is there like a Atlantis down there or mm. some submarine? Mm. Another crash ship? Mm. Crash ship was my first thought. Crash ship. Yeah. Mm. 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 <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're just cooking, man. I'm just getting really excited. I really want to watch the next episode. Um, yeah, so, so, I mean, we've this actually... is quite a leading episode. It's like, this is what I meant when, like, last time we were talking about everything set this up. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, the setup's kind of like paying off to just ask a million questions in one, in one go, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it is. I think they needed they needed this episode because, like you said, you were kind of getting a bit, um, like, tired of not really knowing anything more about the mystery of the mythology of the show as opposed yeah. to you just... You know, there's only so many character flashbacks you, you can watch, but you need a bit of this peppered in, don't you? Yeah, I mean, they also... They balance it out by having... The, like the fucking golf stuff. Like this is the golf mun- course episode! Most <laughs> mundane, like... This is just, you know, everyone's just playing golf and having a good time. Yeah. Like, which achieved nothing apart from Sawyer being like, I'm going to be part of the group now. Oh, it's a lovely, lovely few scenes, that. Yeah. I think there's a few, we'll get into that in a minute, but there are a few few things there which kind of lead to other things. But let's hold off on that. Okay. For for now. Um, Just back to Russo, because there's so much to kind of unpack. Um, Producers didn't want... Uh, the writers to introduce Rousseau 
until the finale. They're like, please, this is a big mystery of the show. So this, this is like a testament to just kind of like the surface. Like Russo is just the surface yeah. to what's coming, which I find quite exciting. But yeah, they, they, um, they didn't want them to explain the mystery of who was behind the transmission until the finale. They begged them not to, um, which is cool. Yeah. They were like, no, sorry, we're gonna do it now. Well, I'm glad they didn't keep that going for ages. Cause mm. that's like, like what they're doing with Kate. Oh, well, what she did. Yeah. She still bugs me. Still bugs you, Just ask Jack. Jesus, they had that beach. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> that's cool. I'm glad they, they did that. That obviously means there are more mysteries ahead. I think yeah. she brings up more mysteries than she solves by a long way. So, yeah. you know, by answering one, you suddenly got a dozen more of who are these voices? What's the cable go to? How has she survived this long? Mm. Is she insane? Who did she kill Alex? Is Alex still out there? But I don't know any of these. Mm. You don't know any of these. Not like I <laughs> promise you'll know them for some time. There's also there's also one moment. Um, it's, uh, there's one less mystery that this episode presented, but not through um, the uh, not through JJ Abrams trying. Basically, him and um, a guy called David Fury, okay. uh, who wrote who wrote this episode, in their early draft of the episode, uh, Rousseau tells Saeed that she and her research team. Um, were studying and Saeed asks her what they were studying and she says time now ABC asked them to get rid of that line they were like sorry that's just too bold and weird and out there and we don't want any sci-fi links in this first season at least so they had to take that episode out that line out okay yeah. why are you telling me this just because that's something that I'm just saying that's something that was taken out actively they were like no remove that line I can see why. Up. Like, if they were like, oh, we're still in time, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, it's a bit too much. That's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? It's classic JJ, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's like, that's something you were doing, like, yeah, like one of the Cloverfield movies. Like, yeah. Oh, we were doing time. Oh, no, that line would have, if it was a, just a passing line, that would have made me quite excited. I feel like, I, f I feel excited enough. Yeah, fair enough. There's, so, there's, there's too much of a good thing, you say. Okay, fair. I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't know if it's just going to be annoying after a little <laughs> while, but I'm sure it'll be... I'm well, excited. I'm still excited. Good. I, I, yeah, I think it'll be good. So for people who, find, who are quite find the um, Russo stuff a bit overbearing, there is the golf course um, sequences in which Hurley is like, yeah, do you know what? Everyone's like having a really bad time this let me just cheer everyone up great, great Hurley episode so yeah he makes, a, he makes a golf course and of course invariably everyone hears about it and everyone just wants in don't they yeah I like that and everyone's surprised that Jack's there having a good time him. yeah, yeah he, we finally see him lighten up a little bit doctor playing golf Woo, boy howdy I've heard everything what's next cop eating a donut so I think it's funny because I think everyone was feeling the same way as me on the island. Everyone's a bit like, oh, for fuck's sake, Jack. Like, this hard kind of, you know, guy's got to be like stern and serious the whole time. And everyone's just like, you know, you've got to have a bit of fun in your life. Yeah. And Hurley just runs with it and goes straight for the, for the golf. And then him and Charlie have a whale of a time. I love that. They improvise those scenes. 
Did they? All improvised, yeah. I like that, that's really Why funny. does Why did it remind me of, of me and you? <laughs> you were saying this, but they do. I could imagine us, yeah, if we went to go play golf, <laughs> some people like, <laughs> Yeah, it would be good. Charlie's so serious as well, where he's just like trying to come up, like say the real terms and uh, use the real golf terminology, and he's yeah. like, I've never gone under par before. <laughs> um, but it's funny, he pulls it off quite well, it's quite funny. Do we find out if Jack gets it? No, I don't think we do. Uh, no, we don't, because the whole importance of that scene is is Sawyer's involvement. That's that's the big cliffhanger for me of this episode. That's what I want to know. That's why I need to race into the next one. Finding out Did if Jack, Jack made it. Get it. He's got that amazing, so you were, where you hit, oh, I say amazing, you probably don't think it is, but when he hits the ball, he goes, and it goes into um, it's like a little match on shot of lock. With oh, yeah. a knife into the, into the tree, and Walt just... See, this is what I mean. Like, there are little things that are set up in this episode, and one of them is, is the Walt thing, where Walt wants to spend time with Locke. Michael's like, no. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I mean, would you be happy if someone, if you had a son and someone handed him a massive knife? No. It's a fucking massive knife as well. It's mm. like, it's, it's big. It's like Crocodile Dundee big. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. And I think Locke's kind of, Locke's just a weird man, and he does have this real God complex about him. He really does. And I'm so glad I called him Scar Jesus at the beginning because, like, yeah, I totally see that. You nailed that. Yeah, exactly. He, um, he is trying to lead Walt astray and not necessarily against his father, but to do, like, to be something. I don't know, to be his, like, little minion. Does your father know you're here? Can you teach me how to do that? Interesting. You think this, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's definitely, you know, the scene wouldn't be there for no reason. It's going to be picked up on uh, in future episodes. Um, I just like when Lost kind of peppers in little things that do end up becoming things. I'm not, going to, I'm not saying it becomes a huge thing, but yeah. Yeah, but I think it's quite key to those characters, Pat. I mean, that's like Locke's, Locke's thing at the moment, isn't it? Mm. Having that, I don't know, he just, he's hunting boar. All he does is like hang out. Kill boar, skin boar. And he's then... certainly just not not been doing much, but just kind of he's being a bit more creepy with each episode. Yeah, because when he was creepy with Charlie, he just suddenly became the gatekeeper to his drugs for no apparent reason. Is like this surrogate father to him basically, mm. and now he's trying to be that for this other kid who does actually have a father. So I imagine there will be tension between him and Michael. We haven't seen any more of Son and Michael either. I don't no, think we saw her this episode. We see her, she doesn't speak. Jin's not in it. Jin and Claire aren't in this one. No, we don't see them, but I'll tell you who we do see. We see Ethan. We do, we meet Ethan. Who the fuck is Ethan? <laughs> he doesn't even come back for like the golf thing, at least the Hives He's guy. there in the background, he's is there it? in the background, okay. yeah. But we've also got Hives man. Hives guy whose name is Sullivan. Sull Sullivan. <laughs> we've got Sullivan. Just these two random fuckers who just like, <laughs> Your reaction when you people pop up is so funny. But it's just so weird because every time it's just like, it's, it's always like they say the person's name yeah. and they make like a big deal of it. Like, here's Ethan. Yeah. And I'm just like, who the fuck is Ethan? But like, they don't establish anything about Ethan. They no. just go, here's Ethan. He's been like with Locke hunting, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But here's Sullivan. He's got a rash. Sullivan is always, I feel like, okay, so there's, there's Sullivan. He wants to play golf. He wants to play golf. He's, he's there to highlight, kind of highlight something you said last week about the clique on yeah. the island. And when he's like, can I play? And they're like, oh, fuck off. 
Yeah. yeah. It's a proper clique and he's just trying to get in there. Yeah. And everyone's just like... He doesn't have a bad backstory. He's had a fairly good life. He seems... He's no, not... I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Apart from he's got a rash. So the reason why he's... Apparently, and she's... Sort of, I, I, you know, I don't know if this Wait, is Wait, which one? True. Hives or Ethan? Uh, hives. Okay. Is because it kind of... Um, is meant to be a bit of a parallel to Rousseau talking about the sickness. <laughs> right. So you're meant to look at this hives guy and be like, is there a sickness? <laughs> I, I did not get that no. at all. I've got to say, I don't, I don't really think that comes off. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so do you want to see Sullivan or Ethan again? Yeah, I want to see both of them again. Yeah. Oh, especially, uh, especially Ethan. I don't know why. I was just like, that's <laughs> so dumb. I've been hunting with Locke. Okay. Doesn't he? He, so, does, he puts Hurley to work as well. He's like, look through these bags or something. Yeah, but why Hurley? Why is Hurley like? I've got to choose. So, it's because he wants to get in with the clique. Yeah. It's because he wants to. He wants a way in. So yeah. it's just like Hurley, Hurley's the guy. Hurley's the one. Hurley is the gateway. Be the easiest. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. I like when they kind of introduce these random people who are there, but you know you don't see them. If, yeah. if it's done, if it's not shoehorned anyway. I mean, Ethan felt a little bit like that. Really? But then, and then Hurley gets his idea. For the, like, you think it's gonna be a good idea and it's the golf course idea. And he's just, but he's grinning, grin, like laughing to himself, <laughs> being like, you guys wait and see, I'm so clever. It's just like. Jorge Garcia had such a good time yeah. in this episode. Him and that, the actress who plays Rousseau, and her name's uh, Mira Furlan, and she, Mira Furlan, she's, um, that is a woman who's, who's enjoying delivering her lines. She yeah. is like enjoying that role, isn't that she? That bit where she kind of looks off into the distance and has that monologue, it really reminded me of like when. So, you know, Wayne's World? <laughs> yes. There's a pit in Wayne's World where they go, they arrive at the like the petrol station on the way to get crashed. Maybe it's in Wayne's World too. I'm not going to remember this. Well, there's a guy, so they go to stop off at this plate and this guy has to like deliver this monologue and he's kind of like really trying to act the monologue. And it really just reminded me of that, of someone really trying to like act a monologue where it was really, it's kind of stationary. It's funny you say that, because I did read up earlier and it said Vernon's uh, inspiration for this role was a scene in Wayne's World 2. What? I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, okay. Bastards. I would have believed you. I know you would have, I should have, I should have let it go. I feel like this is a thing though where yeah, but you know, people, you could be chatting absolute bollocks to me about this show. <laughs> I could. And to everyone listening, and people just don't know. Fact check. Fake news. No, or everyone check. else is in on it. They all know. They all they all. And it's all on, on you. It's <laughs> such a weird Truman Show thing I'm against Carl, you. I'm Carl Pilkington of this podcast. That is literally you, pal. <laughs> that is literally you. I, um, yeah, so the, the, the golf course scenes um, apparently came from uh, the brain of Lost script coordinator Brant Fletcher. Apparently, he used to work on a TV show, Angel, the Buffy spin-off. Oh, yeah. And they had a mini golf course in the office. In the office, He created it. And he was like, wouldn't it be good if someone created a golf course? Okay. I kind of like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. He's yeah. just a, so he's just a golf fan. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a fan of just kind of... Uh, chilling out. Chilling out to a bit of golf in places where you wouldn't expect it. Hitting a few balls around. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Welcome. To the first and hopefully last Island Open. Have you ever played golf? I have, and I, I hurt my neck every time. I literally, right. whenever I play golf, I, I wake up the next morning and my neck can't move it. <laughs> it's 
Do you not hit them properly? What is? I I, I hit your, it fine. Your your, your uh, thingies. What are they called? Sticks. The sticks. The the. Pa- Golf clubs. Yeah, clubs. That's the word I was looking so for. You, so you're too small for you. So you play golf, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um, I am. I, I do play. I, I've played once. I've played real golf once. Yeah. And I've played Wii Golf many times. Wii Golf. So. They uh, say it's a, It's just a, a match, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah. Um, there's not really. You know, that's where I learn, learn everything I know about golf. So. You know, whenever you go golfing, you should always bring a spare pair of trousers. Why? Uh, oh. Yeah, go on. In case you get a hole in one. Way. <laughs> did I tell that correctly? I think I did. Yeah, I, think yeah, I did. So. Well done. Could you tell my? Uh, okay, so look. That was a staggered delivery. That as was well. staggered because <laughs> I was thinking, shit, am I getting this I right? Think, am I saying this correctly? <laughs> if you down the pub, it would have just been boom, everyone laughing. After a few beers, that would have been few, great. A few Guinnesses. We should really talk about Saeed's flashbacks. <laughs> Poor oh, Saeed yeah. Gerard. We should really talk about them. Um, not my favourite. I, um, I actually really like You enjoyed them. I really like Saeed's character. Really enjoy him. I think he's, he's really great. There, there's no character like, you know, like, I think they are, he, they all do a really good job at kind of evading the possible prejudices. It, w- it would, that they could face with depicting an Arab character in a network TV he's show. Not, he's not a stereotype. Not at all. And he's, like you say, he is one of the most interesting characters. And mm. at this stage, you, you could argue, like, you know, probably third lead. Yeah. Who would you, what, after Jack and Kate? Yeah, Jack, Kate, Saeed, then I'd say Locke Sawyer. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree You know, he, he's been in a thick, he, he's had a lot to do. Yeah. Um, and Naveen Andrews, British actor. Is that it? is a complete accent he's putting on. He is good. He's really good. I mean, those. I really like the flashbacks because I think it showed... I mean, it, it was just different. It was very different. Mm. You know, showing back in Iraq and stuff and with this uh, woman who, you know, they were obviously kind of falling in love and had this background from being at school with each other where mm. she was basically the equivalent of pulling his pigtails. So it was kind of like a reverse and she actually just really fancied him. Just fair enough. Yeah. So um, this is the woman from the photographs that you find a few episodes uh, back. What was her name? Nadia. Nadia. Nor Nor. Abed Jazim, um, but her name's Nadia. They call her Nadia. Yeah, she was she was good as well. She is good. Um, Andrew Gabriel, the actresses, I, I like her. And they don't reveal much about. I mean, we still don't know how he got to Australia, and what mm. happens after he shoots himself in the leg. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he so, so he obviously he defects because that was seven years ago. I think yeah. he says that, doesn't he? he seven does. years ago. So we've got another seven years of flashbacks to, to cover the rest of it. He also says she's dead. She does, but I wasn't sure if he was believing that or not. I thought he he but, implies that he doesn't know. Right. Doesn't he? He says, she says what what happens. I know he says she's dead, but then yeah. I thought later on when they have the gun face off, he yeah. implies that he doesn't know. No? That's what I got from it. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying what he says. Or is she definitely, well, I don't know. Maybe just, she is dead. I'm just saying what he says. He says, what did he say? He says, I killed her, did he? What? What does, what does Saeed say? No, he, say, he says she's dead. She's dead, yeah. And then what? In a, in a, doesn't he say that in that scene? Does he say I killed her? I'm not sure. But then we find out what he says on the, when he, what it is written on the back of the... Um, I'll meet you in the afterlife or something. Yeah, it's, I'll see you in this life, if not the next. Yeah. Um, 
I yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just I, I, I've got to be careful what I say, I guess. Because I, well, I guess, like for me, yeah, I wasn't convinced, convinced. that she's okay. Cool. That's I good. thought maybe, or maybe he went looking for her and she did die, like because obviously he leaves and there is this seven years. So maybe, yeah. maybe she's there somewhere. Maybe they meet in that time again. Yeah. But I didn't. I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how that all ended up. I'm still. Do you think of it, it was it, that it was line was meant process. more to give us a bit of um, tension going into the final flashback? Well, that she's dead. Yeah. Um, possibly. I didn't. Or are we just looking into this way too much? Yeah, I didn't really. <laughs> than anyone ever intended it. I'm to. not sure if I. Be- I just didn't really believe him because mm. that's like something that people. He might say just to kind of get. I thought he was just trying to get out of. Being Fair enough. That's up basically. That's what I thought when I first watched. So he was just trying to kind of like get some. He was trying to get an emotional response, yeah. and she would let him for go. Yeah, that's what. That's kind of what I was thinking. Because she is quite, uh, like, she seems susceptible to that, doesn't she? She kind of strokes his face a lot, and she's she seems like she likes him. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> There's a lot of like. Jack was Jack was digging uh, Russo for a bit, and then I don't know. Then she started talking about whispers. Yeah, and then I got a bit. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I, I yeah, I don't see her inside. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't want that. And I feel like you know she's obviously been a, a lonely for a very long time. Yeah. And you know when you're lonely, you get you have needs. You have needs. Everyone's got needs. Everyone's got them needs. The others. What others? What is the Black Rock? Have you seen other people on this island? No. Out there, in the jungle, they whisper. Should we talk about the whispers? Okay, we can talk about the whispers. So... I've got no thoughts on these whispers. At the end, Saeed <laughs> has escaped from Rousseau, and he's running through... He's looking terrified. He's running through the jungle. It's a very windy night, and he hears... Yeah, he hears... Sounds like a woman's voice. His whispers, isn't he? And, um, yeah, so he, he looks a bit, he's a bit like, what? He's a bit like, what the fuck's going on? So what do you reckon? Whispers Is he mad? Russo mad? Or are they real? Um, I imagine they are real, because the show's weird. So maybe there will be something from that. Maybe they're not. Maybe it's just in his head and she's gotten into his head. I mean, my thought was, um, oh no, we're going down this route. Those were my first thoughts. <laughs> I'd say I'd say this is probably the first um, something resembling a cliffhanger. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was kind of. I mean, if it was anything else, I'd say it's a tribe. Maybe it's the Black Rock tribe, and they've surrounded him, and they're <laughs> coming for him. Um, I don't think that is it. I think it's probably no. No, no I don't. Um, I'm not really sure what it is. Maybe it is. I didn't really think that it, maybe she has gotten into his head. That would make sense. And that he is just hearing stuff on the wind. Or maybe this is some weird radio signal. Or maybe it's just the group. Maybe it's just Kate and that lot. Just whispering around. No, maybe that. Maybe it's just passed through the wind so it sounds like whispers. Yeah. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> well, I, I, at, your, at your, where I was, like when I was watching for the first time, I was like, oh, he thought she was crazy, and then he hears him himself. 
but I wasn't sure whether he was crazy or they were real. That okay. was literally it. Like, on, on, like that's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm pretty much, pretty much I, there. I love that he, he was like, I'm going to map the islands, walk the shores, blah, 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 blah. He steals the goddamn map. It's just good about, and then, but then he comes across her and then he's literally like, I'm going home. <laughs> I need <laughs> yeah. them all. <laughs> I gotta go back, I don't wanna go crazy. He's only been gone for two days, Kate points out. Yeah. Kate's yeah. so worried about him. I know, it's like a, it's like a brotherly sister. Nice, isn't it? Yeah. Thing they have. I like that. And um, I'm glad there's not another person in the, her, uh, her love triangle. I think. Yeah. Jack and Zoya, that's enough. Yeah. Like can't have another. Can't can't get another involved at this stage. Maybe later, but right now, mm. got a lot to deal with. There's lots going on. You know, Jack's already said no to her advances. <laughs> basically. Jack's just too busy thinking about the caves. Yeah. Well, well, now he's loosening up, so maybe, maybe, maybe this is a new new leaf for him. Maybe. Maybe him and Kate can finally get it on. Maybe, unless some crazy shit goes down, preventing anyone from. Crazy doing shit anything. goes down. Saeed returns, the voices. The whispers. The whispers. And then there's a polar bear. <laughs> oh yeah, I love when um, where Hurley's like, we've had to deal with loads of crap, blah, blah, blah. The polar bear. And then Michael's like, like, the polar? Oh, it's Charlie who goes, you didn't hear about the polar bear? Yeah. Did you not watch episode two? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. He skipped that one. We're lost on an island, running from boars and monsters. Freaking polar bears. Polar bears. You didn't hear about the polar bear? Yeah, I like that when other characters fill in other characters of little little things. Yeah, that was quite funny. It's good. It's good. It grounds it in a realism. So give me your um, prediction of the week or hope for the episodes to come. Hope for the episodes to come. Well, I hope, I hope we, we can deal with the voices. Well, I'm not actually that bothered about the voices. I kind of want to see how the others react to when Saeed gets there. And I'd like to do more kind of world building. Yeah. You know, this episode was a lot, you know, kind of mention, even though it's just mentioning like the Black Rock and stuff, that was really interesting. Like, I like that. Yeah. I like that it's, it feels like through that one interaction, you feel like it's like a lived in island yeah. and there's a lot more stuff going on. Um, it, or it, it gives it a character. It makes it makes it become more of a character. Yeah, exactly. certainly. Yeah, you know, and even even him having like he has a literal map now, so it's interesting. Mm. And I, yeah, that was that was good. This is one of my. It's definitely one of my favorite episodes. Again, good. Um, more so than Walkabout. Yeah, maybe maybe on par. I mean, I like I just like Saeed's character a lot, um, and I did quite. I actually quite liked his flashbacks even though you know they were a bit perhaps a bit boring perhaps they you know they obviously didn't have the budget to show all of Iraq and you know kept it very minimal especially considering they film it um, in Hawaii all the flashbacks and stuff which is you can tell they've just gone to a warehouse I or mean something. there's there's, <laughs> a, there's some questions I think in one in a future episode they show London and it's like oh, <laughs> oh really that, that ain't London <laughs> well, I like how they just do the um they just do like a, a yellowish filter to like this is in Iraq, this is the Middle East. It's it like, does kind of give e- like giving a, a character their own kind of palette and yeah. their own musical motif. I love Saeed's. Michael mm. Jukin has a great job with him, which we hear we do hear recurring throughout. And like Sawyer has his own. And it does really give an episode an identity. Hmm. Yeah. That yeah. other shows just kind of don't have. Yeah. I think that, you know, as we were saying in the episode, like the diversity in the cast 
and just give it, you know, like you said, they're, they're not stereotypical characters. It feels, even today, it feels quite fresh, mm. which is surprising because you would have thought sh other shows would have capitalized on that and gone, actually, we can have a really diverse cast. I mean, look, some shows do do it and some shows are very good at it. Yeah, they do. Um, I'm trying to think of one. But what I like What's about... What's a big show at the moment that's got good diverse cast. Well, we were saying The Good Place the other week. Good Place, yeah. That, that certainly does. The Walking Dead, even though I haven't watched it. Walking Dead does, and more than that, it's just got really amazing female characters. Yeah. Just really, like, who are, like, way stronger than the blokes on the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, Game of Thrones has got good female characters, but everyone in there is, you know... Yeah. But, like, what I like about Lost is it doesn't, it, it's not, it doesn't shape the show. No. It's just kind of there, and you can kind of appreciate it as, a, a, as an addition. Yeah, I don't think it shapes it, but I think it gives it, I mean, as, as the word, you know, diversity implies, it gives a lot of different Definitely. viewpoints and a lot of, you know, it's not, it's cool seeing those cultures interact as mm. well. Um, and just showing that on screen, something that's a bit different. Yeah. Because you can, by delving into these backgrounds, you know, takes you away from the islands that could be very boring mm. and gives you so much to play with. So, yeah. No, it's good. Awesome. And if you could pick a character whose flashback it is next, next. week, who um, would you choose? Um, oh, I'm not sure. We've kind of done all the big hisses. Hurley. I want to see more Hurley. You want I a Hurley, don't Hurley. you? You want a Hurley. He's so funny. So, yeah, I could deal with him. I know. I don't think it will be him. Do you I think it will be? I keep saying Michael. Maybe it is Michael's time. <laughs> I'd like it to be Michael's time. <laughs> Because I think I I'm going to get, get to the stage that if you when it, when you if you get it right, one week I'm going to I'm just going to buy you a pint. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully this time next week I'll have a free pint from Jacob Stoller the American. <laughs> and on that note, on that note, let's cool. go drink some pints. Cool. I um yeah I'm glad you like this one man. We're into double figures with the next episode. We are. Um and it's yeah we we're gearing up for some fun times ahead and I think it's going to really start paying off. Uh, this gargantuan uh, mission that you've undertaken. How does how does this episode fit into kind of like your rankings for the season? For the do season? You, yeah, do you think it's a strong episode or a middling or? Uh, it's definitely in the upper half. Okay. Um, I don't I, I don't adore it, actually. I think I preferred it more back in the day when I first watched it. Yeah. But I think upon rewatch, kind of maybe knowing what I know now, it doesn't, it loses some um, heft. Okay. Um, but I love the golf course scenes. Yeah. <laughs> I think they 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 are they are what Lost does brilliantly, where they kind of just give that light relief where you need it. Yeah, like perfectly judged. A really great, a good job to the script coordinator who did that on the set of Angel. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But yeah, no, it's a, it is a cracking episode, and I think Naveen Andrews is terrific as Saeed and um, yeah, upper half. Cool. Wicked. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, please do follow us uh, at Lost Boys Pod. I'm on Jacob underscore Stull and Jack is on Jack J Shepherd. Um, please do um, subscribe and rate on iTunes. It really does help. And I, I believe we don't know how it works, but it might get you up those charts and it, it means more people can listen to us. And the more people who listen to us, the more reason it gives us to be here. So please do that. Well, that's not true. To be fair, I think we would still go anyway. We would still go. It's nice having the conversation around it. It's really nice. It's I nice like to actually talk about loss and have someone who who doesn't go kind of like empty behind the eyes and not care. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Cheers. And we'll see you next week for episode 10.